Blog Talk Radio. Hooray for wrestling! We're thinking 2020 was the only thing that we could do to get us out of the house. Just cover your mouth and keep him high heels out of my ring. We ran in empty buildings outside in the sun. I can't believe we didn't have more stimulus check promotions. Hooray for wrestling. It's time to give out some awards. Hey, listen. This is that old Eric Embry, brother. Listen, what, the reason I'm here is, brother, I got my boots. I got my gear. I'm ready to get booked, brother. Put me on the dang show, man. Okay, wait. This radio... Well, shoot, brother, back in the day, we used to get colors so good people could see it on the radio. You know what I'm saying? Man, Stevie Wonder could see it in a blizzard, brother. That's the kind of color I get. Anyway, man, put me on the dang show. Hook it, book it, cook it, brother, because we gonna heat this territory up, man, okay? Georgia Wrestling History Awards. A little taste of the old school for longtime listeners of the show. I'm Stephen Platinum, but I'm joined by two men who are much more important than me to this whole thing. Larry Goodman, 2019 Legend of the Year, by the way, and JJ, the forever commentator of the year. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you, sir. Hey, thanks for having me on, man. Uh-oh. It's going to be a big, huge night. We've lined up all of the winners, and we're going to just get cracking right at this thing. The only winner that we don't have, Larry, correct me if I'm wrong, is for Female Performer of the Year. That one's going to be announced at our good friends, Nick and Myron, over at Tapped Out. Is that right? That's right. They will do that Thursday night on the Tapped Out show. That is correct. Well, you know, this show is longer than Virgil's dry streak at conventions. So we're going to go ahead and get right to it. Mr. Goodman, what is our first category? And The first category, feud slash rivalry of the year. The runner-up in this category... Todd Sexton and Company versus David Manders and Company, Southern Fried Championship Wrestling. And the winners, Bill Barons versus Matt Hankins at Anarchy Wrestling. And I believe we have those winners on the line with us now. Excellent. I hope. I might as well go ahead and start talking now because when Uncle Bill gets started, this shit's over. So, hope you, Larry, I hope you set the show for five hours. <laughs> once Uncle Bill starts running his gob, it's a wrap, boys. <laughs> Quiet, tag champion. There we go. There we go. Here we go with his shit. I, I ain't no pictures of uh, me and you posted up nowhere, Uncle Bill. It's pictures of everybody you ever met in wrestling, but. I looked all over your page today. Didn't see nothing of me there. Oh, no. Oh, no. 
I've, I've been posting classic photos. Mm-hmm. You know, of talented performers. I guess you, yeah, you had a caprice in your stable, so I guess that's the one you needed. Your your, your quota's full. Hey, now you really, uh, if you really want to go back in time, and Larry may remember this, there was a published Urban Legends in Professional Wrestling back in the ni- late 90s. And according to that, I was booking an inordinate number of black folk because of my unnatural fondness for same. And I explained that to New unnatural Jack every fondness time I booked sounds about it. right. <laughs> <laughs> So, gentlemen, gentlemen, I have to ask this question. Um, Last year, of course, the winner was William Huckabee and Joe Black, um, a match that Bill apparently would have been very happy to book. But, (laughs) but. um, Yeah, that was already done by another promotion, then it moved somewhere else to finish. (laughs) (laughs) On that, we can agree. Nice (laughs) done. So, um, how do you think you guys did this? I mean, you know, Southern Honor had a big year. And, of course, at one point, it looked like I would, if I'm being honest, that it was going to be Manders and Todd. What do you think helped pull you guys ahead of that feud, which Southern Fried basically based their promotion on this year? Dancing. Just dancing. Dancing did Excellent help. Excellent dancing. Yeah, dancing helped. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, honestly, it, it, uh, <laughs> it was a story. It, it was the one of the few storylines that actually existed throughout the entire year. Nothing else really did if you look at it. Well, can I argue with the man on that? Too? I mean, this, this started at like almost one year ago this month uh, because it was Matt looking to replace Bill as the head of anarchy. Yes, he made a really shitty suggestion. The and... Some, well, you know, some has-been promoter that lives in Florida, and they, a whole bunch of people were nominated. I, none of them made any sense to me. They were all a bunch of bull. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I think one of them would have been a bad choice, because I'm pretty sure I saw him storming the Capitol the other day. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> so... <laughs> Is this feud is this feud over? Is it igniting more? What's the, no? From your, it's done. We are tag team champions, Steve. I'm here to uphold the legacy of those titles, and hmm. I will do whatever it takes to get along with that man who certainly is accomplished, who certainly knows his way around the backstage area, um, who somehow. Found a curry man outfit. I don't know how he pulled that trick off, but I'm here to state I'm going to represent my half of the tag team titles. With and you, and you know, each and, and every time he and I defend the titles, you're looking at a, a Matt Classic because of the Literally. work rate alone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's Bill Osprey y'all are talking about over there. Did you see him in that curry man outfit? <laughs> Brother came to the building with spots. <laughs> well, and, you know, and then I walked like Fred wanna... Sanford for five days. <laughs> and one thing I want to point out about this feud of the year, uh, these are two former managers of the year as well. Because uh, Bill current. tried Jeff G. Bailey one year, and, of course, Matt won it last year. So two former yeah, wait, managers wait, of the I, year. Rub, rub that in one more time for Jeff. Uh, I, I tied who once? 
Uh, uh, you tied Jeff G. Bailey what, once. I wasn't that, that after was, he lost to Charlie Cash and almost killed himself? That was uh, – take oh. a look here. I have my notes. It, it makes it so hard. When, I, when I was helping book at Rampage and Charlie Cash was getting over, I mean, back then? <laughs> uh, well, this was 2016 when you two tied. And by the way, I don't Yeah, like so that was, when, that was when I was doing wonderful things with the Kingsmen. Yes. Remember that Logan Creed guy before other people claimed they were the guys that started him? <laughs> you know, see, if, if, I, if I got the team with this Bill Barons, I wouldn't even be mad. This is the guy I love. It's the dude that comes out dancing and clapping hands with the fans that offends me. This guy's great. <laughs> oh, I I blush. Bill, I have this question for you. Um, Did Anarchy win the promotion of the year? I'm just—I was wondering. No, they weren't even nominated, and, yeah, and that's yeah, what yeah. I was going to ask about. And again, about. and again, you know, guys that didn't even promote were nominated. I get, it's, I am really not understanding these things. Again, we well, find ourselves in agreement. This is weird. I do find it interesting because Anarchy again, there wasn't a big push from the boys. At large, though I imagine oh, that would so be a different. Oh, so what you're saying is this is all based on politics. So who the frick pushed us? <laughs> talent Guilty. pushed us, Bill. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, finally, one of these things is based on talent. Right, let's do our Jeff G. Bailey spot. Come on. <laughs> what do you guys see um, coming up in 2021? I mean, Hankins, you're in a number of places. Bill, you're really helping out Anarchy and Southern Fried. Where do you see the year going for each one of you? I think if things continue, I'll get viewed of the year next year, too, since I'm on Mander's team on the other one. So I'm doing great at this point. I'm solid for another award. So, you know, and that's all this is all about. You know, the only reason I exist in professional wrestling is to get trophies or, or plaques. Like, I, I you know, I, I came to Platinum and got a plaque, which was really awesome. So... <laughs> It's oh, on display. I'd like to put a trophy on display near my plaque. Plaque, and I thought he was saying black. So no, anyway. no, 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 no. Oh, that's an urban so urban legend. <laughs> <laughs> um, as for me, Steve, yeah, um, I I would assume I'll be right back here again collecting manager of the year number three. We'll find out later tonight if that is the case. Um, I'll probably be uh, picking up Booker of the Year. Uh, I guess I'll, Bill and I will be competing with Shane Bryan and I for Tag Team of the Year, unless you know we just lump that all into one thing. It's um, undeniable. And then, I don't know. Yeah. You know. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll throw my hat in the ring for Male Performer of the Year too. <laughs> well, um, and then he, uh, Rick, wait, you could do a special ref spot. I could. I could. I don't know. That's grandpa. That's grandpa's territory. And a little ring announcing. I don't step on my own toes. I, I, I see. Go for the trifecta here. Come on. Well, I congratulations. Year, I got to say this was one of the bigger shocks of the year, but it's a pleasant one. Um, Matt Hankins and Bill Barrett for Feud of the Year. Thank you guys for coming on. Thank you. It's been a, It's been a pleasure. See you later, boys. See you later.
Oh, I'm already worn out. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But we're off to a good start. We are. We are indeed, JJ. We are indeed. (laughs) Larry, can we keep this bitch rolling? What's next? Please, please, let's. We're going to go to the referee of the year. This was, as it has been the last few years, extremely close in the voting. Um, The runner-up by a hair, Daryl Hall, and the winner for the second time, David Weekly. And hopefully joining us now will be David. Good evening. David Weekly. Congratulations, man. I appreciate it. How's everybody doing? Everybody doing safe and all that social distance and garbage and all that good stuff? (laughs) You see, referees are supposed to be worried about safety, and you see how David Weekly comes on. Ever since he shaved his facial hair, this man has gotten live. That's all I know. Hey. The reason he is he got tired of being called Tom Green. Hey, 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 you leave Tom Green out of this, please. <laughs> That's it. No, I, that, is, I, that was I, one of the most pleasant things to hear. That was that was fun. Uh, I am awesome to get this again. Um, I didn't really think. And at the beginning of this year, it was going to – we were actually going to have any uh, shows. And yeah. look how look how far we've, you know, we've come. You know, the boys and girls, ladies, um, have put their uh, own safety on the lines for, you know, to have wrestling here in, in the state. And it's just been a been an awesome ride. So, I um, just try to do my best for for the uh, whoever I'm in there with, and you know, be professional about things. And uh, I've learned from the best. So, Grandpa is uh, uh, if he ever retires, I don't know what I'll do. <laughs> you know, David, I I think it's no coincidence that it seems like, and I mean, back this up, JJ, if I'm right about this, it seems like there's always like two referees who were like great referees that kind of push each other, help each other, whether it was Dee and Kendall, you know, like it seems like you always had two going in the state of Georgia. And I don't think it's yet another thing where I think Georgia does not appreciate how good they have it, that there's always a couple referees that operate at this really high, great level. Oh, yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, that's how I got started. And, I mean, like, I appreciate their work. And, I mean, I know how hard it can be to be a referee with, you know, all the moving parts you have to deal with. And, I mean, Anarchy, we're blessed, you know, because we have David. We have Grandpa. You know, we have Dee. And, you know, that right there, I mean, that's like the – I hate the cliche, but that's like your Mount Rushmore of your current referees right now. I mean, if you have those three guys on your crew – then, you know, your show's in good hands. David, I mean, it's it's you and every year, it's you and Grandpa, Grandpa and you. And this year I felt like the third person who got the nod did a great job also. What what do you attribute, what was your, what was the toughest thing you had to do? Was, was there a match that was a particular huge challenge? 
what what's the thing that you really had to apply yourself this year? I think for me it was honestly just keeping the current bookings and keeping the respect of the boys and the girls. Um, and I had goals too. I, you know, I I wanted to get on to um, Southern Honor um, just to, even if it was just for one match, but just to always be pushing myself to that next level um, and just doing the best I can. I think that's the the heart of everything I do, whether it's my real job or, you know, wrestling. Um, I try to be as professional as I can and, you know, in hopes of, Making you know, making the show as best I can. At this point, David, I mean, you've been considered a top referee now for a number of years. Do promoters, bookers, slash the boys, um, do they kind of leave you alone to do your thing, or, or are there promotions that handle you differently than other ones, or do you just find like it's kind of the same all around? To me, I think it's just the same all around. Um, you know, you work with the same same people um, at different promotions. You kind of get the feel of how this one likes to work and how that one, you know, certain things that they they like to do. And what I like to do is, you know, I'll ask for any spots that I need to look for, um, any in the finish, and then I'll let them call the match and. You know, that way I don't know everything so I can react as legit as I can. So it looks a lot better. Um, Awesome, man. Do you have any last words? I mean, congratulations again. Let me make that clear that uh, David Weekly Jr. is our 2021 or 2020 referee of the year for the Georgia Wrestling History Awards. Any last words, sir? I just, I I really appreciate the um, the award this year again. Uh, it means it's not just an award to me uh, because of how it's voted on. So that's just um, big props to those that have put this thing together. So uh, thank y'all so much. And now we'll get on to the boys and girls that mean a lot more uh, than just a. On old old zebra. So y'all have a good <laughs> night. I'll continue listening, and uh, everybody be safe. And let's uh, let's show twenty twenty one what Georgia wrestling is all about. Nice man. I love congratulations. It. Weekly. Yeah. Thank yes. you so much. I love it. I'm, I'm, I mean, I don't mean to disagree with David there, but I mean, we still have promoter. Right, so I mean, there's definitely somebody who's more worthless than a referee. So, <laughs> you know, I, I want to touch on something that David said, though, man, because there's a question yeah. you asked him and talking about the boys and stuff. Uh, recently, uh, not this past show, but the show before for Heritage, I had to step in and fill in as a referee. And I'm not going to out who the actual wrestler was, but I went up to him, was wanting to get their finish, was wanting to get you know, just some basic information so, you know, I could make sure I knew what I was doing. This joker looks at me and says, you'll know the finish when you see it. Just stay out of my way. 
I was like, yes, sir, <laughs> whatever you say. I'm like, you know, number one, who talks to somebody that way? You know, and I'm like, because I don't know what your finish is. You know, I've never worked with you before, you know, this close. So it just blew my mind to see how somebody can be that disrespectful to another performer on the show. So it's um, not a lot of guys are respectful to the referees. I'm Well, I just let's just say one that I know of for sure, but. I just wanted to share that with you guys. Hey, what a jerk. JJ, when the time's right, I want to know who that guy was. Not now, of course, but when the time's right, I want to know. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Yeah, like like in the next me. five I... minutes. So, <laughs> so hey. yes. All I'll say is boring ladder match. Oh. Uh, okay. It's to drop some God bless you. Yeah. God bless you, JJ. <laughs> All right. Well, Larry, we're going to keep this train a rolling. We are going we're going to keep... ring announcer of the year. Oh. All right. Runner up in this category, Scott Hensley for Action Wrestling. And the winner for Southern Honor and other places, Diana Michelle. Oh, my gosh. Yeah! Hey, guys. Hi. <laughs> yeah. Hey. How are y'all? Oh, my, oh gosh. my God. Much better now. After Bill Barron oh. and David Weekly spoke, it is so wonderful. Gosh. I love you guys. Oh, I'm excited. Diana. I'm so excited. Jesus. It happened. Yes. Gosh, thank y'all. It was great. Big huge year. Can you even remember all the places that you ring announced this year? Even in, the, huh? even in the COVID year, you were all over the place. Can you remember the names I of know. all the places you worked? Uh, I know. I was in Mississippi a few times and Morrow and, of course, Canton. I mean, it seems like it seems like I was everywhere, but it really, I don't, I don't know that I was a whole lot of places. It was just maybe I shared it a lot and you just thought I was. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah, it feels like I've been all over the place. I feel like I've put some miles on my car in these last couple of months of this year, for sure. But, hey, I'm not complaining. I've enjoyed every bit of it. I love what I do. I love being in the ring with these guys. I I love it all. You know, you really came on this year, and um, not only were you working for a number of promotions, you know, I I mean, he would be be upset if I didn't mention him. So, you know, Feltner – obviously wasn't going to win the award this year. And he's described many times about how he felt like it was time for somebody else to take over that coinciding with the split of the awards where ring announcers and commentators are each going to get their own award this year. And I think that that's right and proper. Um, But Diana, I got to tell you, I mean, there were, there's a reason Larry didn't go over you know, who the other nominees were in this case, because you were, I mean, it was one of the biggest margins of victory. Is that right, Larry? That's, that's safe to say. I was on mute there. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, no, no problem. (laughs) No problem. But so Diana, what's, what's the goal? Are you going to change it up in 2021 or do you have any kind of um, aspirational goals for this or what's, what's the deal? Well, if it's not broke, don't fix it, right? Um, just I'm going to continue doing what I do and, uh, you know, continue evolving and developing. And, I mean, of course, I'm not as good as I'm going to be, 
I'm going to always try to be better. And, you know, I have I have a lot to learn. I mean, I've only been doing this for, what, two, three years? Like, seriously? So, I mean, I'm, I'm gosh, I'm about speechless, and I'm not supposed to be because I hold a mic. You know, I'm supposed <laughs> to know what I'm saying. <laughs> but, well, uh yeah. No, I'm just going to continue doing what I'm doing and just, you know, do do better every time. That's all. That's all I can do. And, guys, you know, this is a big moment for her, too, because not only is this Diana's first, you know, Georgia Wrestling History Award, she is also the first female to win Woo-woo. Announcer of the Year. Oh, so that's, that's true. Hey, let's pave the way, ladies. Good catch, JJ. And it's, and it's amazing yeah. because you have a lot of, female announcers in wrestling, AEW, right? Um, WWE even has a couple. So, I mean, it's, it's not hard to imagine where this could go for you. And uh, it's very exciting. Um, You know, I was, I I will say um, I was a Diana Michelle fan from the jump. And uh, Hey, you know, I appreciate you so much. I mean, seriously, you don't even know. (laughs) Well, Excellent. Or do you have any last words, Diana? Uh, just thanks to everybody who put my name out there last year and kind of got me circulating and wondering, you know, having people wonder who I am. So they looked me up and, and everybody voted and all you guys and everything y'all do. Cause I mean, let's face it without y'all, I mean, it's going to be hard to, to keep this stuff going on. And, and, um, I don't know, just all the promotions, all the fans, all the, all the, all the workers, I mean, I just, I'm, a, I'm so honored and humbled right now. Thank you. Lovely. Wonderful. Well, thank you, Diana. Your 2020 Georgia Wrestling History Announcer of the Year. Thank you. Congratulations again. Yes. So at this point, I should say that there are physical awards this year. And Larry and I were just contacted by the guy who's making all these motherfucking trophies. And um, they take a day to make each one. So, Oh, really? Yes. Ooh. They take a day to make each one because the 4D printer has to just knock them out. And it's not a fast process. So um, talent has assured me that – they're going to get done, and he's going to send them out. So just know you're going to get that physical award this year, as we promised last year. You will have your very own Goodman in your hot little hand. So, and for the people who have been asking me, how do I get a hold of an old, you know, if I won an award before, can I get one? The answer is yes. Um, you'll have to pay for it because I'm not going to have talent <laughs> you know, come out of pocket for old awards. And you will, you have to have legitimately won a Georgia Hist- History Wrestling Award. But yes, you can contact um, figment or figure of your imagination, um, especially on Instagram. That's the best way to find him and contact him. All right, we shall roll on to the commentator commentary team of the year award. Oh boy. <laughs> this one was also this category was also razor thin close. The runner up in this category, John Johnson. Mm. The winners in this category, Brandon Benefield and Gerard Bonner for Southern at Southern Honor Wrestling. Let's get those winners on here. Hey guys. 
Yay! Hey, guys. Hey. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Congratulations. Wow. Oh, you're welcome. Oh, you're, you're very welcome. Thank you, guys. Yeah, so <laughs> JJ, thank you so much, buddy, for paving the way. <laughs> yes, sir. Thank you, JJ. It took two of you to beat me. Two. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> no, guys, seriously, I had mentioned to a few people that I really wanted this award this year, but you know what? It means a lot to me that the award is here. And if anybody was going to beat me, I'm glad it was you too because you guys do such great work and I'm such a fan of y'all's and um, it really does mean a lot to see you guys win it. So I'm very proud. Thank, thank you, man. That means a lot, uh, especially coming from you because uh, I told you this on uh, Facebook. We were chatting a little earlier, man. Like your rep- rep- reputation precedes you, man. So uh, you definitely kind of paved the way for us to come along and uh, and do what we do. So uh, we were just honored to be nominated, honestly. So this, yeah. this whole thing is kind of surreal and kind of cool for us so uh we appreciate it yeah yeah it's totally cool thank you guys so much this is just it's amazing and jj man your reputation precedes you and so it's it's an honor to even be in a category with you absolutely thank you mm. and i'm so proud of you guys man i feel the same way so it, you. It, you know commentary I, I mean i'll just be honest like two or three years ago i had campaigned openly Get rid of announcer. <laughs> and, you know, that included the commentator category. I'm like, get rid of that shit. It doesn't matter. Nobody's got TV. Blah, blah, blah. Right? Nobody even hears these guys unless you go to the show directly. So it doesn't make sense. But then this weird little thing called YouTube and Fight TV and all the rest of it happened. And, I mean, I think it's really, JJ, back me up on this. I think it's Anarchy and Southern yep. Honor and Action that have really sort of led the way in this stuff. And then you really – and so, and you know, with Dylan's great promotional packages and all the rest of it, and I mean, the commentators are now doing a lot of work. <laughs> I mean, I just yeah. – you know, whether it was that anarchy, whether it was hardcore hell, and I'm just listening to JJ, and I'm going, it's awesome – or, you know, our winners, Brandon and Gerald, like, I, you know, I, I'm getting to hear their voices all over the place. And they're doing, you know, kind of podcast interview stuff and all the rest of it and really enhancing the products, which is what commentators are all about. I think it's, it's not just telling people what they're seeing. I think that's a misnomer, and I think that's what bad commentary is. But what all of you guys do is your storytellers. And you include, you allow the people who may be looking at something for the first time to feel included and to be a potential long-term fan. And, uh, you know, and that is so valuable, especially now. And all of you deserve credit for that. But Southern Honor, I mean, you, you know, you get, what were the challenges, Gerald? What were the challenges you guys had this year in this crazy, crazy COVID year? Well, of course, with COVID doing what it did and and shutting us down for about five months, um, one of the biggest challenges was how do we keep a product going when we don't have in-ring competition happening? And so Brandon and I got together and said, well, let's let's do a podcast um, on our guys. And what initially was just going to be kind of a one-off, 
turned into months and months and months of um, storytelling and interviewing, and it actually kept the fans connected uh, with what was going on with these wrestlers during quarantine. So to your point, it was the opportunity to continue to tell stories. This time, these were the stories of the wrestlers going through the same things that all of us were going through, how they were handling quarantine and some of them wanting to quit and even dealing with the social injustice that was going on. We were able to tackle all of that, and I thought that was an amazing opportunity to really take lemons and turn them into lemonade. So by the time we got back to August in Rumble Jack, you know, all of a sudden everybody was connected and we were really able to do some special things. So I think, you know, that period was probably the most challenging. Um, and then being able to just, again, make lemons out of lemonade was, was really cool. Awesome. So, I mean, so now 2021's coming, right? Or we're here. And yeah. you guys have great voices, by the way. I mean, <laughs> I mean it's so, it's it's so noticeable. And I I mean the one thing that I learned is between between you guys winning for commentator, Diana Michelle winning for announcer. I mean, and you guys are are you guys present yourself as a unit, and I think that's really cool. We are. And we have and, and, and David Weekly winning for referee. And I met all of you for the first time when I came down to Georgia this last time. It just goes to show at the end of the day, it is about contact with me if you want to have success. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and hey, hold on. I do want to point something out that Steve had gone into at the beginning of this when he was like pushing for the commentator and announcer awards to be gone. I wasn't nominated last year for the announcer of the year. So I used that as a vehicle to be kind of funny. And I did the hashtag commentators matter uh, vignettes. I did two or three of them. I did one where I was legit had lost my voice. So I had my former (laughs) broadcast partner, Greg Hunter, read a letter where I was like warning people who (laughs) won the awards to not accept them because platinum was trying to get rid of the announcer of the year award. So <laughs> um, you know, so to see this actually happen, you know, and I did that tongue in cheek because everybody knows how much I love Georgia wrestling history, how much I love Larry and Steve and what they do for us as performers. But yeah, I mean, that was, it's so cool to see this, you know, take place. So this is, this is like me giving birth to my fourth or fifth child. How many ever I have now? Um, so I'm real happy to see this. So I'm, I'm proud of, you know, it's a proud moment, guys. Awesome. <laughs> and, uh, and he, yeah, I just want to say thank you guys again. And uh, you already mentioned Diana Michelle, and we heard her on before we got here. And we just love Diana. And like you said, we are yeah, a so we're very happy for her and uh, want to give another shout-out to her. But uh, thank you guys again. Uh, it's an honor even to be nominated, like we said. So the fact that uh, we actually won is even cooler. And uh appreciate you guys uh, putting this whole thing together. Sure. Congratulations. Yeah, and I'll – I'll also say to that uh, a big thank you to Gary Lamb and to Dylan Freimeyer for giving us yeah. these opportunities to uh, and, and for trusting us with this product because 
you know, they really let us just go. And um, I, I don't take that for granted at all. Thank you guys, everyone who voted. To me, there is nothing greater than getting an award from your peers. That, that just means the world. So thank you. And uh, 2021 is going to be amazing. Absolutely. Yes. Thanks, guys. Absolutely. Thank, thank you. you. Man, I mean, with the exception of Bill Barron's, everyone who has won an award has been so nice <laughs> and seems like such a decent person. And, um, you know, you're, you're right, Steve. Those guys have great voices. They got radio voices, don't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I think uh, I'm so I, jealous. I, I'm so then jealous. Again, <laughs> I, I, let, me, let, me, let me stump for JJ here just a little bit. There's one thing that both of the other nominees for commentator of the year had in common, and this isn't a slight on them at all, but whether it was Shane Knowles and Wicked or it was Gerald and Brandon, like what they had in common was they did their commentary for good shows. And JJ does commentary for a lot of different shows ranging in quality. Certainly Anarchy is a wonderful product, but he also does the call for, for places that need him, where he isn't just accentuating and emphasizing good stuff happening, but helping to explain and helping to cover some stuff that might not be as good. And so I just wanted to put that out there um, in JJ's favor again. And I do have a feeling JJ, I mean, I don't, I don't think you really care. Like, I think you are genuinely happy for the winners this year. I got to say in my mind, Larry, I think JJ's got the inside track on 2021, my opinion. I won't disagree. And, and, you know, and I appreciate that. And I mean, like I said, it's going to be a tough field because I mean, those guys are still going to be doing their thing. Yeah, man. Um, you know, so, and I mean, it's, and the thing is, you know, the one thing that actually kind of got me this year was, you know, I was nominated as a single entity, you know, it was like John Johnson. So it wasn't like part of the team, but the thing is, I've worked with so many people this year. I've worked with Nigel. I've worked with Tristan. I've yep. worked with yep. uh, Gentry. I've worked with, you know, tons of people, Adam Van, uh, right. you know, like you Feltner. said, all over the place. Yep. Felt her, yeah. And I mean, it's just been, you know, so to me, it was like, I was honored to be, and I mean, I'm just not spying on the people I work with because I love everybody, but I thought it was kind of cool that there's a team here, a team here, and then me by myself. And it's like, well, maybe somebody does think enough of my work to realize that, you know, what I do put in, because I'm not going to put myself over, but I do put a lot of work behind what I do, and I take it very seriously. You know, some guys go and spend, you know, six days a week in the gym. You know, I'm six, you know, six, seven days a week behind my computer, and I'm messaging guys trying to get stuff, you know, trying to get stuff that I can just use to talk. And, you know, listen to, um, you know, Brandon and Jared, man, they're, they're amazing. So it's going to be a hard competition, but you know what? I, like I told, you know, a few people, I'm just going to step my game up this year, man. I'm going to get a little bit yeah. better and – I love it. I love it too. I love that it's a competition. You know, I love that yeah. <laughs> there are a number of commentators that as you coined and it has come to pass and I have to quietly admit commentators 
matter once again. Well, thank you, Steve. I appreciate that. And, you know, and the thing is, it's so funny to think that something that started off as tongue-in-cheek actually gained a little bit of momentum, you know, so I'm, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. And, I, and like I said, you know, like you said, I'm genuinely happy. I mean, that's, you know, when Larry, you know, contacted me about doing the show today, um, you know, to give me kind of, you know, prep work, I was like, hey, you know what, that is so awesome. And I wasn't, I wasn't the least bit disappointed because hard work does pay off. So, Well, Mr. Goodman, um, who is our next? We're going to the Kyle Matthews Best Technician Award. Um, We had a tie for runner-up. Joe Black and Corey Hollis tied, making the winner Chip Day. Yo! Congratulations, Chip. Jesus. Yo! That's that's bonkers. Chip. Oh, man. Is there is there a goddamn award that you have not won now? Jesus Christ! Um, I don't think. Uh, so yeah, that was that was actually a thought I was having. Um, because what it was wrestler of the year in 2015 or 2016, uh, most improved in like 2010, and now now this this is a uh, this is cool, man. Um, I think like overall. Performer, a male performer, and then uh, mentor or legend award. Uh, but you know that's. I, I guess I can. I guess that's like twenty years down the road or something, right? <laughs> um, yeah, I was going to say this is Chip's first time in four years winning an award. But yeah, he is a former. Uh, 2010 or 2011, excuse me, was most improved, and then 2016, mm-hmm. as he said, wrestler of the year. So freaking awesome. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> you know, it, Chip, it feels, because of the way this year played out, in a way it almost felt like you, you came out of nowhere to win it because there wasn't so little going on in the first part of the year. Did you, did it feel that way to you? Uh, yeah, kind of. Um, because what we shut down in March, right before that AWE show, uh, and then I didn't wrestle again until... July or August, so I had a good four or five months off, uh, wow. whereas other guys were, you know, like, wrestling and stuff, I guess, uh, like in Alabama and stuff, so, yeah, um, and I don't know, like, when I when I even found out I was, like, even nominated for the for the Technician Award, it was, it was one of those things I was like, well, I mean, I, mean, I guess I did kind of come out of, come out of, uh, you know, the start of all this more more methodical in how I was doing things and thinking a little bit more of of like more of a mat game because you know COVID put a put some pounds on all of us. So uh, <laughs> I mean, let's be real. Let's be real. We all got we all got a little bit thicker in quarantine. So uh, yeah, man, is it's it's, it's kind of just. Yeah, it does feel like it, it's just out of nowhere. So, uh, yeah, it's just it's crazy. <laughs> um, the two guys that you beat are both 
guys that you've been close to, guys that you've wrestled against, guys that you've wrestled with. You're looking at Joe Black, and you're looking at Corey Hollis. And for you to edge those guys out, um, very impressive. What, what, what's, the, what's the thing that you think turned the tide in voters' minds? Because, you know, this is a pure award, right? So what do you think in particular turned the guys to want to vote for you, Chip? What do you think it was? You know, I don't, I don't really know because the guys I was up against are, uh, well, one of them is one of my best friends. The other one used to be one of my best friends and let his let his little loud mouth get ahead of him too much. Um, but uh, you know, uh, both of them are, are fantastic wrestlers. Both of them are are technicians in every single sense of the word. Um, I don't know. I think Corey may have uh, gotten away from that from that technical way of thinking in the last few years. Um, yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, the big thing I, that Joe was was looked at for this year was a uh, was a street fight. Or uh, what was it? A false count anywhere match? Right, the dog collar match. Dog collars. That shit yeah. he did with Huff, where yeah. they kicked shit out of each other. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, so sure. maybe maybe that maybe that. Um, but I really don't I, know. I, I appreciate I think part it, of it. Chip, I think I think part of it might be um, honestly that you're. I think when you debuted at Southern Honor, they they would put you against younger wrestlers and you were put in this position to sort of assess the quality of the guys that you were working with a clear sort of veteran status thing, you know, and, and you have the reputation of a guy who chip can work with anybody chip can wrestle anybody. And that's a very hard earned title to get of the guy that can have a good match with anybody. And I think it puts you in that sort of rarefied air of, you know, of guys who are technicians, guys that matter. I mean, it's named after Kyle, who you're familiar with and who you fucking wrestled this year too, right? (laughs) So, I mean, super great. I got to say it was one of the, one of the surprises this year when those nominations came in. But it didn't take us long to come up with that list of three. I'll tell you that. When we, when we looked at the people who were nominated, I mean, people – and the voting reflected that as well. People nominated you repeatedly, and they were telling us, you know, this guy is a guy that we trust to have great matches with anybody. And I think that's, that's what it really came down to. Oh, we lost him. I just made him cry, and he hung up. Yeah. I don't don't blame him. him. But anyway, Chip Day is our 2020 Technician of the Year, named after uh, Kyle Matthews. So very much deserved, very, very cool. What do you say we go to uh, – how about Male Performer of the Year? Hot. I always like the male performer name, JJ, because it seems kind of naughty. 
And <laughs> I'm just being honest here. When I hear male performer, I just think like, awesome. I just imagine they're getting like fluffed in a green room somewhere, ready to come out and accept now their coming tall, to the hard stage. statue. You know, just <laughs> ready to run. Now coming to the starlight stage. Okay, all right, all right, all right. So the, so the runner-up in this category, Tyler Colprett. Oh. And the winner in this category, Old My Beer Hanson. Well, I'm not in the studio, but I guarantee you I'm right next to it. We have a lot of people cutting promos right now. I appreciate everything that has happened this year. Uh, coming out the gate hot on this. Kid, you win the award. I mean, I know that was a goal that you set. Did you honestly? What did you? What did you think your chances were of winning an award this year? Honestly. Uh, well, I wrote it down in that leather notebook. So, whenever everything started falling into place, I kind of didn't really aim for anything. It's more like I wanted things and I wanted to be better to get to those things. Uh. I can't really say, like, everything was expected because I kind of just fly by the seat of my pants. That's kind of like the Platinum Championship Wrestling way, and I got a tribute <laughs> to a lot of people. Uh, this year has been a wild ride. Uh, I literally have so many people I've looked forward up to and that have helped me out this year. Uh, like, my family's been a big support. Uh, Proc and Jay riding with me, my coach Richie. Uh, we want to say people that are like the people I talk to daily, Matt Hankins, uh, of course, Stephen Platinum there, uh, Logan Creed and David Ali helped me out a lot. I'm looking like a star and, uh, oof. oh man, if I could ramble on, there's a big old list of people. Ugh. Male performer to me and JJ back this up or, or disputed or whatever, a male performer to me, at one point, I thought it was the weakest category. This was years ago. It was, this was around the time, like, Crew Jones won it. And I just went, you know, like, you know, there was, like, the Shadow Jackson era, and that was certainly deserved. And then Simon Sermon would win them. But then beyond that, it seemed like we went through a period where it's like, Eh, is anybody really standing out for the last couple of years? I think with the rise of Matt Sells last year and this year it was really competitive. I mean, you had Tyler Culprit, last year's winner, Matt Sells. I mean, Matt Sells, who won last year, wasn't even in the top two this year. That tells me how much work you and Tyler Culprit did. I tell you what, actually, whenever y'all put out the list of uh, me, Tyler, and Austin Towers for most improved, like immediately, I can't say I got like a chip on my shoulder, but I was constantly asking questions on, Hey, what can I do to stand out? What can I do to like try to make people keep looking at me? Like even with the tapped out guys, um, I got this bad, I like, I don't know. I don't know if it's a bad tick, but anytime they, tr they don't talk about me for a week or so I get like, Oh shit. I'm, I'm not doing good. I need to stand out more. Like, ooh. Yeah, it's, it's constantly a thing of if you're not in the light, uh, people will forget about you type deal. Yes, And indeed. it can be toxic if you go by the wrong way. But also you've got to know your markets that people are looking at. 
And I think that helped me out a lot. Yeah, man. JJ, do you have a question for Hold My Beer Hanson? Uh, you know, really not so much a question, but more of a congratulations because he's in a field this year of seven first-time Georgia Wrestling History Award winners in the 19 different wow. categories. So um, that's really, really cool. And, I mean, also to win Male Performer of the Year, like you talked about Shadow Jackson and Simon Sermon, but other past winners, uh, Sal Renaro, a two-time winner, oh boy. Sugar Duncanton, AC Mack, and then, of course, last year, Matt Sell. So, I mean, you're walking in high cotton, as they would say, man. That's, uh, that's really awesome. And the couple of times I've gotten to see you, I've been really, really impressed. Uh, you know, see you live, I should say, in person. Uh, but, man, well, what an amazing accomplishment. And it was two years in this month, right? Yeah, yeah. And, like, if you would have told me this, like, when I started out, like, I would have never expected this. Um, like, starting off just a little trainee, then to a referee, and now I'm, like, one of the people getting booked everywhere in North Georgia. It's crazy. And I love every minute of it. I get to meet a lot of people. And, like, you got to stay humble, that's for sure, because this thing will eat you up. I love every single minute of it and the people I get to meet. Not only, by the way, are you one of the first-time award winners. Great stat, JJ, by the way. Not only are you one of the first-time award winners, you're helping to remove a stigma about South Georgia that has existed. Larry, how long has the stigma about South Georgia wrestling existed by your account? Probably as long as I've been covering wrestling around Georgia, really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and if you don't I think that's a big deal, that's a big deal. I mean, when an, when an entire half of the state is considered shit shows, and then guys like you come out and you're killing it, it, it only helps everybody. So you deserve a lot of credit for that. And I can't tell you how much, like, I, I, like you remember, like, last year when I was, uh, like, just trying to push all the stuff for Spinebuster and trying to be in everybody's ear, being the most annoying thing possible in Georgia. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. I was messaging you, like, every single week on anything to do. And uh, I it was such a crazy thing seeing like how South Georgia was not represented, but I understand why a lot of South Georgia doesn't get represented. They don't talk, they don't share, they don't let themselves get notified, but then some of the people they book and like all that, you notice, and it's hard to cover that up. And so it's, you got to wave a banner and you got to keep fighting or else no one's going to notice. It's awesome, man. Well, any last words, award winner? Oh, um, well, stay humble, stay hungry, um, and also fight for what you love. Also, uh, look out for the tag team that, of the year next year. Uh, you're going to be looking at Southern Strong Style, Prop the Croc, and J2 Strong, and I swear by that. Those are my boys, and I'm going to help them out as much as I can. That is awesome, man. Well, congratulations to hold my 2020 Georgia Wrestling History Male Performer of the Year, ladies. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Man, youth is really being served. 
JJ, yes. I mean, you've been around the awards for a long time. JJ, has youth ever been served like this year? Uh, not, I mean, like I was doing my research this afternoon and going through looking at no. I mean, I can't think of a time when it's really been this way where, you know, you've had those young, hungry guys and girls coming out to, you know, just sweep the awards, so to speak. It's, it's what good. we always say we want, but I will be interested in seeing the repercussions, too, because wrestling can be like that. <laughs> I think it's going to make it a more competitive scene. I, I think it's good for the it's good for the industry, man. I, uh, you know, I love it. You know, I love to see the young guys because you know, here's the thing, Steve. You know, we were young guys at one time getting our, you know, teeth into this business, and you know, we were hungry, and I think some of us were hungrier than others. And um, here we are, a couple of old dogs, you know, and. We're not having to go for the scraps. They're still giving us the good stuff. They're still giving us our farmer's dog food, you know, that they're ordering <laughs> online. So we're, we're good. <laughs> Quite the analogy there. <laughs> hey, let's go, let's, let's go to the uh, older dogs. Let's go to the mentor of the year. Oh, boy. The runner-up yes. in this category, another co-host runner-up. Stephen Platinum, runner-up for Mentor, and the winner in this category, and he's won it before, Todd Sexton at Southern Fried and other places. Hello. Todd. Congratulations. Steve, I beat you, man. God damn it. What happened? It's like Booker all over again. This is some shit. I don't even (laughs) have a YouTube show, man. Now, do you remember earlier in the show when uh, the guys that beat me come on and I was gracious and nice? This is the portion of the show that's going to be the complete opposite of that. No, that's what I mean. Steve got to shoot with each other. And stuff. <laughs> no, JJ, like I will, I'm, I still remember the year Rampage won every fucking thing. I'm sure everybody listening to this and who's on right now remembers the year Rampage could not fucking lose. And they brought me on the show. And I thought to, like, oh, I'm going to win something. No, they brought me on the show because I was the only one who knew who all the winners were. Because it was Jonathan Williams, <laughs> who didn't know shit from Shinola. And I was just like, I had to sit there and listen to Jimmy Rave, Booker of the Year. I'm just like, what the motherfuck? Todd, I mean, me and Hankins were talking about this earlier, Todd. This mentor award, um, he said it, and I agree. It's yours to lose every year from here on it. Because you're the one that the guys, I mean, you might not like me saying this out in public. You're the one that the guys call. The, the, the guys who are considered very smart about wrestling, who promoters go to that don't necessarily know a lot about wrestling, they come to you. You're the kid's homework that they're cheating off of, right? You're, you're the one that they're looking on when they're taking a test. You're the one everybody's cheating off of right now. So I think very much you deserve the mentor award. Well, thank you, Steve. And I want to point out that as soon as it started, Steve turned it all about him and about Rampage and stuff. And no, I bet there's like six people listening who remember what the fuck Rampage was. Um, and that's no offense to Rampage, but that seems like a lifetime ago. But yeah, yeah. and uh, just for just just one thing I want to do right now, and that that's thank my wife Kelly because she puts up with me on the phone and going to play going to places where I'm asked to go to some of my uh, guys 
and doing the training stuff I do, and she puts up with it, even though it's not, you know, financially to the family, but she supports me and appreciates the long phone calls I have with quite a few people. So, and that includes people I'm talking to right now with the three of you guys. Yeah. Well, Todd, you know, like I said, two-time Booker of the Year. Um, you know, three-time motherfucker. Three-time. Three times. Somebody who does their homework and dropping the ball, JJ. Come on. Well, so they only have you. Li- oh, okay. Well, I'm sorry. Two times. Tied. Tied tied the with said. Bill. Yeah. yeah. Tied, no, it was me and Bill as a team. Me and Dan as a tie, and then I won by. I finally yeah. won by myself. So. Okay, and that was my bad. I do apologize. I did not mean Jesus. to discount that. <laughs> hey, you know, one God. Come on. In twenty no, years, for twenty damn mistake. years, you can't do your homework on my stuff. <laughs> Well, you know, it's because I, I try to commit this to memory. Apparently. So, but no. <laughs> no. But no, man, congratulations. Because, anyway. you know, I mean, even though we've been, you know, we've known each other for 20 years, I've been in it a few years longer than you because I've been just a little bit before you when you came in. But, you know, mm-hmm. you're a guy that I go to also for advice and, yeah. you know, talk shop with, so to speak. So it's, it's a well-deserved honor, man. I know how, you know, the guys respect you, so. I appreciate it. It does mean a lot. I mean, we're fucking around and saying shit and stuff. It, it is cool. Um, I, uh, you know, I like to help. I, I like to teach. I like to help people. And I'll anybody asks me anything, I, I'm, you know, I don't care how bad they are or how good they are. I'll make time for them just because, you know, as you guys know, I, I do love what we do. So you want to make it better. And um, it, 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 it's really cool. I mean, I, I won this award. Uh, you know, two years ago for I guess the first time y'all did it too, and to win it again, that's that's pretty cool, man. Especially with the crazy year we had, which everybody's gonna bring up in their speeches, so I figure I might as well do it as well. Nice. Any plans, Todd? I mean, you did a seminar this last year that a lot of the guys attended. Any any thoughts about doing seminars again? If there's a uh, yeah, I'd love to because I love teaching. Um, um, I do my little training stuff weekly. I haven't done it in about a month just based on things with other people and stuff where I've got to yeah. really get to work with a bunch of uh, talent that I can't do when you're booking shows, you know. And as Steve, you know, booking shows, you can't – sometimes the nuances of the ring work you can't dive into because you're making sure the story gets across. Right. So it was a, it, it's really cool to work with a lot of guys and a lot of really good guys and freshen up the ring work and work on it and the psychology – and stuff because I love the mud and the blood of just being and putting the cardio work in the ring and getting better and stuff and that's been that's been the highlight for me during all this really is doing that kind of stuff so um, maybe doing another seminar I don't know um, but it, it was definitely something I'd like to do and everything and just you know it, taking it as it goes we don't know hell we didn't know what this year was going to bring so what year is going forward I just you know, like to teach, like to book, and like to – hell, I, I, I've had this conversation with Larry. Um, I love doing the podcast where we did the Tracy Smothers tribute show uh, yeah. because I love wrestling history, um, and that's something I may look into too just because I love doing stuff about wrestling history that gets forgotten. So, Absolutely. Well, hopefully in 2021 we can get some more of these motherfuckers to die and we can have you on. 
That would be great. (laughs) Probably the worst way to go about it. Even Kelly popped off that one in the back. I tried to talk Larry into doing a Pat Patterson one, but he wouldn't go for it because he didn't like WWF back in the day. But, you know, hey. Yeah, I'm I'm afraid we're going to get some more chances at these. Yeah, unfortunately we will. Well, Todd, um, you know, Georgia wrestling, like I always say, the mentor should leave it in a better spot at which they find it. And you do that with every show, every week, every year. So congratulations, 2020 Georgia Wrestling History Award Mentor of the Year, Todd Sexton. Thank you, guys. And, Steve, that is the sweetest thing you've ever said about me. I'm going to make you type that up and sign it. I typed that shit up for Larry and that fucking no peace report. I am not typing up anything for at least a month now. <laughs> All right, we're, go- we're going to most improved. We got to keep it moving here. Yes, sir. Runner up in the most improved wrestler category, Austin Towers. <gasps> then the winner in this category, Tyler Colpret. Congratulations. Man, oh man. If you rewind back to the beginning of 2020, not even me. This is wild. (laughs) Super wild. What the fuck happened, Tyler? Why did you do what you fucking did? I mean, you were in a tag team, regarded very well, getting booked. All that kind of good shit. What the hell got in your head that just said, you know what I need to do? I need to fucking change everything and just be yeah. – and, and take it from a, from a spot guy to a guy who's just like, I'm just going to wrestle and it's very controlled. What the fuck got into you? <laughs> yeah. Like you just said, uh, being a spot guy, like literally like one of the biggest things was just the fact that you could go 20, 30 minutes down the road and you could see – anyone and everyone else doing what I was doing. And it was like, it's just like with this new direction, like if you want to see Tyler Colpret, you're not going to see it anywhere else. You can only see it where I'm going to be. And I feel like that's just like, like, I'll be honest. I wanted male performer so bad. Um, but I think the most improved also works because it's just like taking the style that I had, and then moving to what I'm doing now is so much smarter and it's an improvement in itself. So I'm very grateful to have this. And it's really mind blowing. Well, you certainly blew my mind this year. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And and Tyler's another one of our first time winners too. You know, we talked about that youth movement and uh, I remember one of the first times I met Tyler uh, we were talking, I was explaining, we were somehow talking about how we got started in the business and come to find out, I don't think he was even born yet when I had yeah. my first show. So that's like, there, there's the youth movement for you right there. Holy shit. Ty- Tyler, how old are you? I'm 27. Wow. Yeah. And JJ, <laughs> I believe that like, uh, I believe you were one of the guys because whenever I was going through the motions of coming up with this character and everything, I feel like you were one of the guys that I reached out to 
with like the super long description of what it was. Do you remember that? I do remember that. And I remember yeah, we you, had like almost super long discussions of even like where would be a good place to make this character from and things like that and just the different little nuances. And when I seen the whole thing take place, I thought it was so cool. I really yeah. enjoyed it. You, uh, Rick Michaels, I think Todd Sexton, a few others that I talked to, and it was just like such a big gamble because it could have been a total flop, but I think it worked out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would say so. I think it did, too. Um, what, <laughs> what made you the most nervous about taking this chance? What was the one aspect of wrestling or promos or whatever that you thought, okay, well, this is, this is the part where I'm going to go way out of my comfort zone when it came to Tyler Culprit? Um, definitely like way out of the comfort zone because like for like the first, well, March will be three years of wrestling. So for like the first two and a half, I'm baby face tag team guy for the most part. And there wasn't much promo work with that. There wasn't really not even storylines really. It was just, you know, the tag team guys and that's what we did. So it was a complete jump into like just becoming someone relevant and, uh, I don't know, man. It was like, I feel like this character, if someone else did it, it could flop. And it's just like, you have to 100% put everything into it. And that, that was super nerve wracking for me because I didn't know how people would take it. And like, man, I don't know. This is just all so crazy. I, uh, for two and a half years, I would listen to this award show and like, I always wanted GB1C to, get the nod to at least like make nominations and yeah. that never happened. And, uh, man, I don't know. This is crazy. Thank you guys so much. Absolutely. I think there's also something to be said for, um, the, that you don't take yourself, you take what your craft seriously, but you don't take yourself seriously because I remember making fun of your tag name and, mm-hmm. and people were so offended for you but your response yeah. was, man, that's fucking hilarious, and I was glad that he mentioned me. And that's when I first noticed, and I just went, oh, he's, maybe he's got a shot at something. Because, <laughs> you know, it was just like, oh, yeah, that was the proper way to take that. And I think, I think your attitude is what really carries you through the day. Like, you're not afraid of taking yeah. criticism. You're not afraid of failing. And, and I think, and I mean, let's, let's be real. Promotions are starved for guys like you there's always room for a guy who is a self-starter and you're most certainly that i appreciate that very very much oh man well congratulations yeah is your most improved for 2020 and i would argue that if you look at the list of past winners um that category is a sure, I mean, almost a hundred percent indicator of future, um, even b- bigger successes. So congratulations, man. Very much deserved. You guys very much. Well, thank you to everyone that voted and, uh, go ahead, JJ. Yeah. The last three winners of the most improved category, 2017, Logan Creed, 2018, Alan Angels, 2019, David Ali. So again, <laughs> whoa, huge. <laughs> That is some insane company. Yeah, it is. 
Congratulations, man. We got a little group thing coming up here next because I understand for, for good reasons they're on a conference call. Yes, sir. We're going to get them all here for manager of the year. <gasps> Runner-up, Dr. Joseph Brock. Winner, Matt Hankins. Tag team, stable of the year, runner-up, Lynch Mob. Winner's undeniable. Ooh. And we have the entire undeniable crew coming on right now. Nice. Larry! <laughs> oh, Larry! <laughs> Let me get this straight. Uh-huh. Those other teams sucked, right? <laughs> I mean, we won the war, so apparently. Like, this was ours. Like, this was ours from the beginning, right? Like, the other teams just really sucked. Oh, we were just really, really good, right? <laughs> wow. <laughs> music video, wow. Dr. Brock. <laughs> <laughs> Where's your music video, exotic youth? <laughs> Man. It's about damn time. That's all I got to say. Brian, Brian this is your first time. Brian Blaze, you've finally been recognized um, by your yes, peers yes, yes. for being um, oh, 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 shit. Oh, wait. Um, um, as I read my statistics, yes, Brian Blaze, this is your first time winning, sir. Congratulations. Oh. Daniel, yep. you don't need that third world whiteboard out for this one. Um, who can I thank for this? Uh, I like to date Thirty Lord. Um, each mm-hmm. new. Um, oh, I'm forgetting somebody. Oh man, I always do this. Oh, damn. Take your time. Take your time, brother. Um, this is our time. Is our, take your we'll time. Take all night. That's our time. Take, take all night. Jay Fear and Nemesis Jeter. Uh, oh, 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 they play a music. Oh, 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 oh. Cut the music. Cut the music. That's it. Y'all realize this is all Jeter's fault, right? This, mm. this whole thing is mm-hmm. Jeter's fault. Mm-hmm. How so? He was lonely at Anarchy. He wanted us to come. And here we are. Here we are at Anarchy running the whole shoot. And match. So thanks, he Coach. He wanted to be a sad panda and sit in the back. <laughs> I wanted my friends around me. And then he got us there, and he couldn't stand us because we're a problem. And guess what, guys? Guess what? We're now an award-winning problem. So we're really going to be awful. We don't have to hold back on anything that we say because we're yep. getting real trophies, boys. We're getting verified Larry Goodwin trophies that we'll all be wearing on big-ass necklaces around our necks. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's who we are. Oh, are, we getting are we getting any dookie chains? You know oh. we're getting dookie ropes. You know we're getting dookie ropes <laughs> to wear our Larry's on. Can we come out with the Larry wearing a Larry. Big pelly coats for all of us, and ain't nobody gonna steal our pellies. You hear me? Nobody our pellies. Our pellies too heavy for y'all. Our pellies too heavy for y'all. 
Oh, yeah, I forgot. We're on a radio show. We've been doing this all night. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Steve, Larry, JJ, y'all got anything to say? Questions. Well, you know, you know, Matt, you're only the fifth manager to win this award, the first one to win it back-to-back since 2016 and 2017. And the first one to win Who's the only other guy to win it back-to-back? John the that Body Johnson? Jeff Could you Daly. tell me who that is? Oh, yes. are you telling me it's the greatest to ever do it? And now I'm in his company? I'll give you a little bit more. Where's your back to back, You are also the first manager to win manager of the year the same year that his stable wins stable of the year. So, again, congratulations. Oh, oh hey, oh, so does that, so does that make us, does that make us the best stable in Georgia? Ever? I, I guess it so. ever, 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 ever. JJ, ever? JJ, you're my numbers man. Can I ask you this question, John the Body Johnson? First of yes, all, sir. you were robbed in your award. That's bullshit. Grandpa, that you should have won too. That's bullshit. Welcome, but Grandpa. we're going to focus on the positive right now. John the Body Johnson, can you tell me this? Has any single person ever won three awards in the same night? Any single person? Can you tell me that, John the Body Johnson? Uh-huh. That would be a big uh, – just going through the list here, just looking through, that would be a yeah. big negative. You can go through it because I did it earlier, and it didn't happen, <laughs> baby. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> he is absolutely right. Uh, Three-time <laughs> award winner. And we- Three times. Three-peat, Brian Blaze. That's what them Chicago Bulls used to do, Brian Blaze. That's what I guess the only thing I've got left to say is that makes me pretty damn good, and I couldn't be near as good without my brother's a roll, tied, roll. (laughs) A roll tied on that. Congratulations. That was some that was some war daddy shit right there. That was <laughs> almost the one thing we were missing oh. is tickets five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. I mean, it is amazing. This is definitely the year of the Hankins. Uh, I'm normally it's a promotion that takes things by and large, and certainly that's happened this year to an extent, but. Boy, is this the Hankins year, man. Wow, wow, wow. Yes, indeed. Okay, we're going to go to promo of the year. Mm-hmm. Runner-up, Proc Johnson. Allow me to introduce myself. The winner, Joe Black, his promo leading to Still Here 2. Hot damn. And yes. let me find Mr. Black. Congratulations, Joe Black. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Man. Um, and, again, the, the gist of that promo was calling out Corey Hollis. But it was much more than that. I think it was more – it transcended just being a promo setting up a match. It was really – inviting a bunch of people who may not have known about Joe Black on what makes Joe Black so unique, so special, so cool, 
And uh, what did you? What was going through your mind when you were cutting that great promo? Honestly, nothing, because and a lot of people ask me for advice about promos. I literally don't go into it thinking I have to say this. Here are my my bullet points. I got to make sure I get this in because then you clutter your thoughts. And when it comes to my promos, all my thoughts be free. So I try to think about not thinking, even though that sounds redundant. It really does work for me. So I just knew it's kind of like a eulogy. A lot of promos, guys bury their opponents. Like, I'm going to kick your ass and you're nothing to me. And when I get in the ring, I'm going to show you that you're nothing but mud beneath my boot. But you got booked against them. So, I mean, you're in a ring with them. You're wrestling them. So if he's that beneath you, that there wouldn't even be a match. So, I wanted to celebrate Corey Hollis because you really don't see that nowadays where this is my opponent. Yes, I want to kick his ass, but let's talk about his accomplishments, his achievements, things you might not have known about him. So now you do your research, and me and Corey's stories, you know, they're, they're kind of linked in ways. We came up around the same circles. We helped build the same promotions. We, learned from, we both learned from guys like Carino. Um, so I figured let me give these people a history lesson that way. There wasn't a lot of a build to a match with me and Corey, and I really think me and Corey have been vanguards in the South period for the past almost decade. We've been two of the guys. I'd say Chet Day is one of those dudes. Shane Marks is one of those dudes. So I figured this has to have some sort of a history lesson. That way people are interested in it. So what can I do? I'm going to make it funny. I'm going to eulogize him because, of course, I mean, I'm going to kill his ass, but I also want people to know why this match is important. So you see this history, you know, he can't he him and Hangman Page were thick of thieves and Page got signed, me and Cedric thick of thieves, you know, Cedric got signed, so we're the only two out of our group that never put pen to paper. So we got a chip on our shoulder, now we're fighting for this title. Now you're interested. I just built a whole angle in a promo when we only got two months, I think. So my only mindset was let me write them an epic and put them right at the Damon Wilder story, which is the climax. We don't need a lot of, you know, video packages. We don't have time, so let me just go ahead and give them chapters 1 through 15 in five minutes. Yeah, man. It was sensational, and, I mean, it really was a huge year for you overall. Like, J.J., I know you didn't really work with Joe Black that much, but what's the scuttlebutt amongst the boys who don't necessarily work with him all the time about Joe Black? You know, you know, everybody talks, man, like in that promo is one of the things they talk about. You know, they're like, man, this guy is over. This guy's got his shit together. Um, you know, this guy's got something to go to that next level to, you know, to take it up and to be that guy. Uh, so, you know, I mean, there, there's eyes on him, you know, even from guys that haven't worked with him. You know, it's like, and I don't want to say locker room legend, but, you know, I mean, when you work in the places that I have, you know, I have guys from Southern Honor coming down, and guys are like, oh, man, did you see what Joe did, or did you see this? So, I mean, it is. And I believe for a very brief time I did work with Joe at Anarchy, if I remember correctly. Because, um, yep. like I said, I'm getting old, so my, uh, my memory, sometimes I had to write stuff down, but I was, like, going through notes. and But, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, there's guys there that see what he does and realizes it is something special. And I think we've seen that really the last couple of years in these awards that what Joe has is special. Thank you. 
Really appreciate we're, that. We're going to bring in another guy on now for the um, rivalry, excuse me, match of the year award. Oh, the runner-up was Matt Sells, Eric, Eric Royal for the hair versus, hair versus cash match. But the winner, by a huge margin, Joe Black versus William Huckabee, the dog collar match, from way back on January 10th. Mr. Huckabee, are you with us? Hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> oh, Congratulations. Is, thank you. Thank you, man. Um, I, I think um, – Really, I don't feel like this is no surprise that we won. I, I feel that um, when we when, when the bell rang on that match, I think that uh, everybody that was in attendance and stuff kind of knew that they had saw something special. I know uh, once I was able to, like, once the adrenaline stopped flowing and uh, they picked all the glass out of my back and stuff, I knew that we had, we had created a, a moment and a memory and stuff. You know what I'm saying? I think that uh, – it's a great testament to the work that me and Joe put in that even with, even though we had the match in the beginning of the year and COVID and everything else happened and wrestling kind of restarted. I think the fact that uh, when this, when this, uh, when this category was announced that uh, our match was like, Hey, this is the match of the year. Uh, I think that's a testament to how good we did and the work that we put in. Absolutely. Yeah, and I mean, it's you guys were the 2019 Feud of the Year. And then, you know, we have the Promo of the Year for, you know, Joe, and then Match of the Year, which that's, these two categories are brand new. And, Joe, you get, you know, the award in both. And then, of course, you know, with Huck being there as well, I mean, I just think it's an attestment to y'all's work and uh, what you guys do. If I can just um, – Huckabee, this, this match was his baby. Um, we've done a double dog collar match before against the Carnies at AWE, which, I mean, that's still my favorite tag match to this day. Um, but I remember Huck saying he wanted to create something that was, that was going to get people talking and keep them talking. Both of our OGs, this dude named Mark James back home in North Carolina, said it's not about, you know, this is awesome chance. It's not about any of the, you know, fight forever chance. It's about creating a moment because everybody has great matches. They do great spots that gets gifts created and people are going to talk about it until the next great match. Then it's almost like that previous great match has forgotten the time because they just seen something else that's even doper. So if you create a moment, people will talk about it throughout the test of time. We're still talking about things Piper did. We're still talking about things Bachwinkle said. We're still talking about these moments they created. So Huck put this, I mean, he. I'm pretty sure he's going to try to give me credit. This was all credits to the Huck. Um, Huck is literally the person who's kept me in wrestling because after the dog collar match, I was done. In my opinion, I, I accomplished everything that I was going to. You know, I, I, I was able to, you know, write my own swan song, sing it myself, and I was going to go out and, you know, just disappear. But after that match, you know, I remember he, he shared some some words with me, which I won't I won't betray his trust and share here. But um, I got to thank Huck and Shannon especially because this was last year was pretty tough. When I got hurt, it was really tough. If you know anything about me, I don't stop. I don't know how to. So when I felt like wrestling got taken away from me, you know, a lot of people would check in like, you know, we got to make sure Joe's straight. But because of that match, 
COVID happened right afterwards, I was actually good. I remember talking to you guys um, when yep. all this happened, and I was good. I, I, I didn't miss wrestling because Hub gave me the greatest gift that I've gotten in 12 years. He gave me a moment. So I knew if I, I would just walk away now, never be able to wrestle again, I'd have no regrets. I wouldn't be in a dark place mentally. I wouldn't be in that self-destructive mindset where there's no wrestling. So now I have to find a more creative way to destroy myself. So thank you for that, Huck. Like, sincerely, from the bottom of my heart, I love you. You're a brother. And I, I would love to put your ass through a windshield again, but I'm <laughs> never doing a dog collar match ever again. That's it. No more oh. chair shots. No more table bumps. None of that. But thank you for the match. Thank you for everybody that voted. I, I think uh, winning this award is great. Uh, but to me, I think the biggest compliment that we got really was the fact that I don't think anybody else in, in the state of Georgia can say this, is that this was the storyline, this was the feud, this was the match that got Jeff G. Bailey off of his couch and into a wrestling building. Um, this is true. And, and for me, that was that says more than anything else. When you can get Jeff G. Bailey off of his couch to come watch you wrestle when he was basically done with wrestling, when you can get, you know, guys uh, who are so well-known, like Rick Michaels, to say, I was literally 30 seconds from jumping in my car and, and coming in to wrestle, when you get to watch videos of Stephen Platinum and he's never seen the match before and just his reaction uh, and having him, you know, compare what we did to Piper and, and uh, Bruno San Martino and all these guys, like that right there means more to me than actually winning this award. But uh, if anybody's listening, I want them to know that I think that this, we won this award not because of the crazy spots, but because of the emotion, because we knew how to tell a story, that it was more than just, hey, I'm going to put Huckabee through a windshield. It was these are two guys who have uh, a legitimate problem, and this is how they're going to solve it. So hopefully people can watch this match in the future, watch this storyline in the future, and they use that as a template on how to build a good feud. Well, guys, congratulations. Thank Thank you, Larry. (laughs) Hello. Hey, I'm here. Okay. Uh, Steve is... Hmm. I'm going to try to get him back. Looks like we lost him. Oh, I'm right here. I'm right here. Oh, you are here. Okay, I thought we lost you. Sorry I'm about good. that. All right, so we're going to uh, go on to yes. No, no. What's the next one? I was uh, the next. only thing I was going to say was that what was remarkable about Joe and Huck is it's the one thing that happened pre-COVID that won an award. Right. That it was so imprinted in our memories that all of us have this four-month gap, and it managed to transcend that and shows how great that match was. Yes. Booker of the year. Runner-up, Todd Sexton. And the winner for Southern Honor Wrestling, Dylan Freimar. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on again. 
Congratulations. Listen to this mofo. Again, he says. You see how he does? You see how he does? <laughs> I've been listening and learning from from everyone on here. Hankins and Barons so trying to get my chip. <laughs> so, Dylan, this year obviously was bananas. And what I think, I would guess the reason that you won is because you had the hurdle to overcome of everything stopped dead. All the big stuff you guys are supposed to do your own version of the SCI, you know, yeah. all these angles you had going on, stop dead. And I got to say, coming back with the rumble Jack was so smart. What was right. your thinking on doing that? Coming back with the rumble oh. Jack. Yeah. I mean the rumble Jack. And if I start to cut out guys, just let me know. Um, but when it comes to the rumble jack, it was so important to start with that because, and I'll just ninety percent of what I wanted to accomplish at our our uh, anniversary show in January happened on the anniversary show, and it was because we set up <laughs> those four months we missed. We almost set up pretty much everything in the rumble jack itself, or or at that event. So to be able to so having a, a, a match like the Rumble Jack, you can you can throw all these angles out there and and still get the point across, you know, and um, and still build enough heat for for that event. And um, you know, I think we did that. I think we we still told stories. I mean, you had like Logan and, and Gunner, like we were able to pick right back up. And, and I thought that was real special about that event and the Rumble Jack. And um, you know, it was also the rumble jack was important and a lot of things that came up the week of the, the rumble jack, like, um, having Todd involved and Hankins involved. Um, I thought were very important coming out of the pandemic because, you know, in the beginning of 2020, there was a, there was competition and everyone was excited about this year. And then we get hit with COVID obviously. And then there was talks of, are we even going to have wrestling back again ever? Who knows? And um, sort of have a big event like the Rumble Jack, to have Todd involved, to have Hankins, to to have these promotions that matter in Georgia, like Anarchy and, and Southern Fried and us, um, was really important to, to do, I think. And um, I really liked how that event came together, and it really set up uh, Still Here too. Um, but yeah, the challenges were crazy, but the challenges were crazy for everybody, you know? And, um, you know, like I said before in a post on Facebook and so I'm just glad Georgia wrestling thriving. So, yes, sir. JJ, do you have anything? Yes, sir. Do you have anything? Hey, just want to say, yeah, congratulations, man, on, uh, you know, another year, uh, what you guys are doing up there is really big, uh, I have to come out of my chair one day, man, and make it up there if I can ever get off of working time on a Friday and make it across the <laughs> state because, uh, you know, it's fun to watch it on video. It's fun to watch, you know, what you guys do. But, you know, I really would love to see something in person, man, and uh, just, you know, mad respect for everything that you guys are doing. Thanks, I man. Mean, I, I really can... appreciate that. You know, I mean, I, I went to Southern Honor, and <clears> – <throat> and, uh, I got to say, um, I mean, the care that Dylan has 
and the care that he puts into all the aspects of the show. I mean, people go on and on about the production of Southern Honor, and it is great, and it is wonderful. And not only is Dylan a huge part of that team as well, but, but all the production in the world. And, I mean, we can see this with the WWE. You can have the best of it. They have 8K cameras. But if you're filming a shitty show like Raw, I don't care that I can see every pore on Charlotte Flair's face if you're not telling right. me a story. And, right. and if Southern Honor was nothing but great production with nothing else, it wouldn't matter. But it does matter because the stories are so good. And that's Dylan, and that's working with the guys. And quite frankly, this might be the beginning of a streak because he's only going to get better. He's only going to get more comfortable. And the guys are going to get more and more comfortable working with him. And all of these things bode really well when you're a booker. Yes. Yeah, I I really appreciate that. You know what's funny is um, I remember back early on in the full disclosures started, you know, I would listen to them and I would take a lot of stuff personal sometimes. And then I would, then it would come back and feel good about myself and then up and down watching the Stephen Platinum. But um, one of my, my, one of my memories was Platinum saying that would he come to a Southern honor show? Maybe, but if Hankins asked him to come to platinum championship wrestling, he'd be there in a heartbeat. So to get platinum out of his chair and, <laughs> and down to Georgia, was a huge accomplishment. And I'll, yeah. I'll take that check mark. So Pretty damn good. <laughs> Congratulations. Feather in the cap. No, thank you all. I appreciate it. Thank you to all the, you know, my peers and everyone, um, you know, and guys like Ace Haven, but, and more importantly, uh, Todd Sexton. Um, we've become, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, you know, break, you know we might break Georgia wrestling, but he, he uh, deserves that mentor award. So, I'll say that, and I appreciate him, and uh, appreciate Gary. And you know, the other thing is, you know, I always think I'll have my peers' respect because my partner is Gary Lamb. So I appreciate that. <laughs> nice. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> well, thank you, guys. Okay. Do it, Larry. Next up. <laughs> Got a got a few here to give out. Live event of the year. Runner-up Anarchy Wrestling for Hardcore Hell. Winner Southern Honor for Still Here Two Anniversary Show. Uh, promotion of the year. Runner-up Pro South Wrestling. Winner Southern mm-hmm. Honor Wrestling. Promoter of the year. Runner-up Matt Griffin Action Wrestling. Winner Gary Lamb for Southern Honor Wrestling. Oh, hat, a little trouble here. Hat there he trick. Is. Hat trick. What's up, guys? Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, What's congratulations up? indeed. Look at this look at this lotto winning motherfucker. Just everything coming up Millhouse for this man. Gary Lamb, promoter of the year, promotion of the year, event of the year. So still here too. What this was a fucking shit year, Gary, right? <laughs> a, Especially if you're in the a, live event business. It's a shit year. <laughs> so, 
what was the mentality going into this second year once COVID hit? I mean, you guys had huge plans, man. That's why I keep bringing it up. People need to realize, not only did you guys have the Southern Honor Shows, you were going to do the SCI. You were already making announcements. It was going to be this big, hairy deal. And then once all that yeah, stuff got did. shut down, Gary, I mean. Yeah, we had huge plans. We were doing SCI. We had not announced we were going to try to break a 1,000 again come summertime. Uh, man, we had big plans. We felt like we had the entire year mapped out. Dylan had everything mapped out all the way until our second year anniversary show. And to get that taken away from us uh, was a blow. Um, but I think kind of what helped us was in the grand scheme of things, and I don't mean this to diminish wrestling, but for me, I lost everything because I'm in the event business. It's how I make a living. So wrestling was the least of my worries at that time. So I think that took a little bit of the pressure off because um, I was so focused on making sure the mortgage got paid and trying to figure out how to put on my big festivals that actually pay the bills. So uh, it was a nice breather. I think Dylan had his all-elite stuff, and that was keeping him busy. And um, it was a nice breather. And when we decided to come back, I remember telling Dylan, Dylan said, it's time to come back. And I said, well, I don't know what's going to happen. We always have a numerical go financial that we want to make every show. And it's a pretty big number, I'll be honest with you. And um, we changed all of that coming back. And I said, as long as we can break even, we'll keep running. I said, I'm not worried about making money. I said, but the first time we lose money, <laughs> we're shutting down until things are back to normal. And, um, and we've made money, and it's been good, and the boys have been paid, and they've got attention. And um, it's been awesome to see so many of our, our guys going to All Elite and performing on Dark. And it's been a crazy year, and the weight of being a promoter, man, props to all the promoters during this time because even as flippant as – I am about COVID, and I'm probably not the one who takes it the most serious. It's a huge weight on you to know you're putting on a show and you're bringing people into your building, and there really could be life or death implications depending on how, if something was to happen and how those people responded to it. And so I, I didn't fault anybody. I don't fault a guy who's only allowing 35 in his building or a guy who's requiring this and not requiring that. A lot of responsibility in being the, uh, promoter or the owner or the decision maker this year in putting on shows. So or I, I don't fault anybody for not running. I mean, I, it was definitely the year where it wasn't the year to attack people. It was just to respect people's decisions and let them do what they felt led to do. Yeah. Big time, man. So, I mean, what's up for 2000, or 2021 now? I mean, you know, uh, you've gotten back on track. I know that your life is different somewhat um what's what do you predict i mean when i talked to dylan when i when i came and saw you guys he said something along the lines of you know southern honor now is about you know gary and i having fun doing this and i yes. could see that i could see that in how both of you were at the show so what's 2021 going to mean for you and for southern honor yeah, I, I think that's a decision we made. It sounds cliche and it sounds preachery, but it was kind of fun in 21. Um, last year, I wanted to run the table in the awards. I wanted to give a big fuck you to everybody in Georgia wrestling who didn't think we would make it. It was a chip on my shoulder. Um, this year, to be honest with you, I didn't know how we would fare because I thought because we gave a big fuck you to everybody, I didn't know if we would get any votes this year. So I'm humbled. I'm smiling from ear to ear right now. It, 
it blows me away that we won some of these awards. I'm so happy for Dylan. I mean, Dylan makes everything happen in our place. I'm happy for our commentators and announcers and refs. And I'm even claiming Hankins because he was at our at our Rumble Jack. So I'm claiming that we won everything. That's just how it goes. I'm jumping on the Hankins bandwagon tonight. And um, and Shane Marks, he he was he was at Rumble Jack. So I'm claiming him too. When I when I promote tomorrow, I'm going to say we won fucking everything. And um, you know, and, and Todd was at our last show mentoring guys. So I'm claiming his ass too. And he was at Rumble Jack. So <laughs> I'm claiming everybody but Bill Barons and fuck him because he won't come to our show. So everybody else, um, I'm claiming everybody, but it's, it's just, it is just to have fun, man. It is to enjoy it, and I think that I have grown in an appreciation of this industry, and I like watching the the boys and the girl, uh, the workers, have fun, man, and creating opportunities and building their gimmicks and going to the next level, and so I think. I don't know if mature is the right word, but I've definitely gained a respect for this industry, and what I want out of this industry is different now. I'm not looking to go to the next level. I'm not trying to, to get quote-unquote signed. So um, just watching watching guys like Joe and guys like Huck, and man, I actually get joy out of that now, and I, and I wouldn't have told you a year and a half ago I got joy out of that. It was all about just being – creating drama and stirring shit up and pissing people off. That was my enjoyment. And I still enjoy that. Don't get me wrong. But um, now it really is about creating opportunities for the guys just to have fun and have a blast. Yeah, man. Well, congratulations. Uh, I mean, I, I, I want to put all those out there again. Show of the year for Still Here too. Promoter of the year for Gary Lamb. And promotion of the year is Southern Honor Wrestling. Awesome! Hey, I need to know who is who is one of the most promoters of the year. All I need to know how what that number is. Ooh, so history guy promoter? JJ, what's the number? That would be. You know what? Actually, you just tied um, Charles Anschutz and uh, Johnny Gayton. Both were yeah, two-time so, winners as promoter good. of the year. So in two years, I've, I've tied. So next year, when I win, I'll be the, the leader. Yes. You will be the leader if you win next year. Awesome. All right. That's awesome. I just wanted to make sure of that. I need to stroke my ego just a little bit. Uh, Thank (laughs) you, guys. Well, you know, uh, Gary, Gary, if you needed a good numbers guy and a third member of that booth, you know, I I might be able to uh, to accommodate you there. (laughs) Oh, boy. You'd have to step it up. You'd You'd have to step up your dress, man. Have you ever seen the way my, my, my team dresses? Diana and Gerard oh. and Brandon, you'd have you'd have to take a whole nother level to be with that crew. Oh, you need to so, talk to Larry about the way I was dressed Friday. JJ, <laughs> I will buy you. JJ, I will buy you the tight leather pants. You're good. Good. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> all joking aside, all joking aside, I know you guys are crunched for time. Thank you guys, Larry, for coming to the show. Rob, Rod, Steve, for you driving up meant the world to us. Uh, the most people don't know this, but the uh, private videos you sent us chewing our ass really motivated us, and I think you saw the results of that at this last yeah, show. absolutely. Um, that's mentoring shit that no one sees, and, and it is. I, it's awesome. I've learned making friends is awesome, and having Todd in our shows has been awesome and all that. And, I mean, you know, I, it, it, wrestling is a unique community, and I, two years into it, I'm really thrilled to be a small part of it. And, okay. I, honestly, Dylan, too, man, shit, he makes it easy. 
awesome. Well, congratulations, congratulations. to Gary Lamb and Southern Honor yes. Wrestling, and still here too. Hey, thank you guys, man. You guys have a great evening. Congrats, man. Holy shit! Next. I thought he was going to buy us a fucking Christmas goose. Holy moly! Was... <laughs> For the next award, there is no runner-up. This is the Legends Award. The winner must win 50% of the votes. The winner won well more than 50% of those in this case. Mm. That winner is joining us now, Jimmy Oxendine. Congratulations. What's going on, guys? I'm talking hey, to a legend. Hey. That's what's going on, Jimmy Ox. <laughs> How are you, sir? Humbled. I am very, very humbled. Uh, tears are running down my eyes at this moment. Uh, when Larry Shaw contacted me the uh, last couple of days, I woke up after I talked to him, and I'm like, did I just talk to Larry? Because I thought I was fucking dreaming. Mm-hmm. And... You know, it's all like been a dream ever since I talked to him. And I'm like, damn, I won the award. Uh, especially an award that was named after somebody that was a man of the world to me. And learned me a lot about this business and about setting the rings up. And that was real important to me because we worked hand in hand when I first got started in this business. I was telling somebody that when I first got started, I might have done one show a month on a ring rental because Ted had the grass on everything. <laughs> God rest his <laughs> soul, fucker. Uh, but, uh, you know, he, uh, I showed him some things that made him improve on the way he done his ring set up and because I was probably one of the first ones to start zip-tying my turnbuckles on. Mm. And he, he said, where'd you come up with that idea? And I'm like, well, I said, I liked. I tried tying them on with a string, and I didn't like that. So I went to using zip-ties, and he told me one day, he said, fucker, now you got me using zip-ties. <laughs> <And laughs> very, very, very humble tonight to be in such a select group. Because I went back and looked at Larry's postings of all the winners over the years, and this award hasn't been won but like six or seven times, I want to say. Yeah. And there was a span there of four years that nobody won this award. Yeah. And just to be nominated for something like that is very, very humbling because to come to this business, you got to love what you do. Um and I can honestly say that I'm still a true fan today. Uh, and I love what I do. And like I tell my son and I tell everybody else, I said, I tried to build something that maybe my kid will take over one day and start running. And, you know, you got to be a true fan of wrestling to love what we do, to travel as much as we travel, to... Give to the fans. It's giving back to the fans, you know. And, hell, the fans know me anywhere and everywhere I go. There's people that know me that, hell, I look at them. I know them by face, but I don't know them by name. And, you know, word of mouth, people ask me about advertising. And I told them, I said, the best thing I can do is 
give a good product out there that all the guys are safe in. You know, that's my biggest thing. And Steve's probably heard me say it. Larry's probably heard me say it. I know JJ probably has a few of the times we've worked on shows together. The guys being safe and whatever I set up for them to get into is my main priority. Their safety means more to me than anything, you know. And how many people can say that about the wrestling business? This is true. Yes, sir. And I want to say congratulations to all the winners out there. Um, when Chip won that award, that just tickled me. <laughs> I watched this kid from way when he was a little skinny old thing, and he kind of always picked him about the name he wrestled under at that time. I'm not going to say what it was. I'll give him a break. I'll pick on him tonight. Uh, and, you know, <laughs> it's a joy to watch these kids start in the business and grow. You know, and that's like he was talking about Tyler Couple. You know, changing that image, changing that gimmick in the middle of his wrestling career. And, you know, to me, there's you got to change the growth sometimes. And some of these kids, you know, the younger kids, you tell them, say, man, you've done that gimmick there and you've done that gimmick there and that shit didn't work. Don't you think it's time to change to another gimmick? Uh, I'll say one story, and I'll be quiet about that. Uh, I worked with a little kid. I'm not saying who he is, and he's a pain in the ass. And uh, he trained for a while. He might have trained six months in night city. And he's went through this gimmick, that gimmick, and we just told him one night at the wrestling show, we said, after the match tonight, your gimmick's dead. You're no longer that gimmick. It's gone. <laughs> and we've tried to reinvent this kid, and he, he won't listen to a goddamn thing, and it's like you just want to take him and choke the fuck out of it. You know how you get when you stand up to him? And like, God damn it, won't you listen to what somebody tells you that's been here 15, 20 years when you've been here a fucking year? <laughs> but it's like you want to just choke him. And he he'll do he'll do some things that pick me off a lot of times and I confront him about it. Steve knows me, Larry knows me, hell, I ain't bashful about what I gotta say. Uh no. Nope. You no, know, and that's nope. what you learn from these older guys, these guys that's been there, uh and have seen the things come and seen the things change. I know this past year was a hell of a fucking year for me. Uh, yeah. Doing shows and then you're looking in your schedule book and it's like, say, four or five months to talk. This show, gone, 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 gone. And, you know, just months of April and May is probably two of my biggest months of the year. I probably had 16 shows lined up for those two months. Yeah. And I don't know when it goes, you know, and then a lot of people probably don't know, but I got some health issues going on, but I'm hanging in there. It's nothing deadly or nothing. It's just some old aches and pains, getting old, coming from getting old, <laughs> just getting older and getting old arthritis in my body, and, you know, but I'm still going. 
I'm still doing what I love to do and making ways to make it work. Um, and I have to throw props out to all the wrestling shows I do ring rentals for that have stepped up and had guys come and help set the ring up and tear the ring down. Yeah. And during this time, I've been able, there's a few guys that, like, I ain't going to call the promotions, but I'll call the wrestlers his name. Bobby Flacco, um, Scott Harvey, and Drew, another guy. And I will throw evil works for Southern Violence. He's not real known to a lot of people, but those guys, Ron, Trago, uh, or Darian Crow, if you want to call him, uh, Shane, John Sims, and can't forget my main man, YJ. Uh, if it wasn't for YJ, we wouldn't do a lot of things we do. Uh, he and I put our heads together on a lot of stuff. And Steve's seen it. Larry's seen it. Uh, making rings cave in. Uh, setting up for the dog collar match. I was talking about it. I got, Joe said he wouldn't do it again. I got that chain sitting right here in the corner of the house. And it's written. He wants to put that baby around her neck. Uh Hell of a fucking match. Hell of a fucking match. Uh, but, you know, just being honored, I talked to one of the winners, past winners, Mr. Terry Lawler, a couple of days ago. And, you know, Steve was talking here recently on one of his podcasts about people saying the awards didn't mean shit back in the day. And Terry, he, he was so humble when I asked him, I said, what does that award mean to you? And he was so humble by it and everything. He said that was one of the most aspiring awards he's ever won and that he'll cherish for the rest of his life. Yeah. And you, that coming from a veteran, that means a lot. Uh, I'd like to thank everybody that voted for me. Uh, thanks, Steve, for backing out of the Legends Award and doing the Mentors Award because I was voting for you there, brother. So, your time's coming next year. You'll get it. You'll get it. <laughs> nice, then, Matt. Well, then there'll be three of us in there in that same class, me, you, Larry, right there together and everything. That'd be nice. Oh, yeah. Well, well Jimmy, you are a legend. You're the man. Um, I, don't, I, I, You know, the margin of victory, the number of votes you got was really staggering, and it just shows how much you mean to – Really, everybody in Georgia wrestling. So, congratulations. It's very much deserved. Thank you, and thank all the voters. Oh, man. We're down to the last one. I'm afraid we're going to run out of stream time, but we will will plow ahead. Uh, Overall wrestler of the year. The runner-up was David Ali. Hankins was talking about me and mentioned three times, three awards in one night. So is this guy. Joe Black is the 2020 overall wrestler of the year. Yes, sir. Mr. Black. That's uh, Hmm. man. For a man that knows every word in the English language, I'm at a loss. That's really dope. I mean, it is 
I mean, I know you know this, Joe, but it's a peer award, and this means the boys voted for you. It means the boys care. You don't, you're not one of these guys that works at absolutely every promotion. So th- this is guys who know you by reputation. These are these guys who watch you online, who voted for you. Um, I think it, that's just really meaningful, you know. Um, and it was very much deserved. I mean, this it was your year. And a year that was shitty for everybody and really hurt you more than most, you still managed to just shine. Promo, wrestler of the year, match of the year. I mean, that's a trifecta that I don't, I don't think it'll ever happen again with anybody else. It's an amazing accomplishment. And is this something about, I mean, I saw some, some griping and moaning online, a couple of statuses saying, you know, I, I call these people out directly. I'd rather go up to you and say it. But um, and it just kind of made me think: like, who doesn't, who who doesn't bust their ass want to be acknowledged for it? I mean, there's something to be said about a worker in silence who's like, okay, this is my responsibility to you know do this and uh, be in the best shape possible and to cut good promos. I'm a wrestler. That's what I'm supposed to do. You know, this doesn't matter. Blah 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 blah. But at the end of the day, it's your peers. As you said, it's a peer award. So it's people that you work with, people that you give your body to in hopes that you'll be able to go home at night. Nothing at first will happen to you. These are people that you're in the locker rooms with, you're on the road with. These are people vying for the same spots that you have, that you've earned, that maybe you're working for. These are people that's been in the spots before you and people who want to be in that spot after you. Um, So for them to... We all know, Steve, you're a wrestler. And, Larry, you've been around wrestling for decades. It's a very ego-driven sport, business, whatever you want to consider it. Ego is a driving force, and it can be used for good, you know, and sometimes it can help collapse a talent. So for guys to be able to put their ego aside and say, look, this guy is, is good and we respect this guy enough to cast our vote for him, it's, it's something about that that's, like, I'm, I'm realistic with myself. I, I got, you know, a bad knee, this Achilles thing, being realistic. I'm, no, I'm not going to WWE. Um, I have really no interest of wrestling down in Florida either. I'm perfectly good where I'm at. So this, for me, it means a lot. Like I said, it means the world to me because it lets me know that, you know, what I'm doing isn't invisible. It lets me know that what I'm doing has been appreciated and I've created art. And that's been my intention from day one, create art, an indelible lasting piece of work that even when after I'm gone, people can say, you know, there was this guy who hit like yeah. a brick house, but he spoke like Shakespeare. It's kind of weird. He had all these tattoos. <laughs> he, he was Love the most oxymoronic presence that I've ever seen. And, you know, he was dope. And for someone like me, that's, that's, man, I'm still at a loss. It's, it's, I appreciate everybody Joe. that voted. Definitely. What, what about, you know, that you won this award not physically at your best, and you still won the award? Um, this is the time where Humble Joe, he, he, he's going to the corner now. So now I have to be a little more arrogant. I think I've earned this, this piece. The reason, Larry, is because my father raised me that if you can walk, you can work. If your arms work, you're not staying at home sick. If you're able to think in your right mind, that means you're able to progress. Even if you can't get up and physically do something because of a perceived limitation or a very real limitation, 
your mind still works, you can progress mentally. That way when your body catches up, you're already there mentally, and it's easier to bring your physical self with you. So with that ideology, you know, 2019, I dropped 465 pounds down on myself. I go see a specialist three days later who says, yeah, I don't need the MRI. You you got a quad rupture, and if you don't get surgery in the next three days, your leg's going to atrophy up. For those who don't know what that means, um, you know, go look up uh, Mr. Wonderful, Paul Orndorff. Yeah. His, mm-hmm. One of his arms atrophied up real bad. Yeah. So my leg was going to shrivel up and pretty much rendering me unable to wrestle at my capabilities. So I told myself, I'm going to give you self. I'm going to give you an hour to feel bad for yourself. I'm going to sit in this room. I'm going to feel bad for myself. And then after an hour, I'm going to get up, get dressed, find a way to get down the stairs without busting my ass. And I'm going to get an Uber to Southern Honor Wrestling and do my spot. I went to Southern Honor Wrestling, did my spot. I made it to combat wrestling that Sunday, did my spot. I never missed a show. I didn't sit at home and feel bad for myself. Couldn't work out my lower body. Damn, I still had arms. I worked out my upper body. So when I came back, I was still in great shape. I remember my first match back against Owen. Larry wrote in the report, Joe Black has no business being in the ring. And someone with my pride, that was like a grenade just launched. And he was right. And that's what hurt so much. Like, man, I could barely walk down the stairs. But in my mind, I said, okay, you got an hour to feel bad for yourself and three months to heal. And three months exactly, I was back. So to answer your question, I went on the tirade. I'm sorry for the tangent. The reason is because mentally I'm not a bitch. And I know that there's things I need to do and there's work that needs to be done because we don't have a, we have a very thin amount of time on this earth and I got work to do. So if I tear my Achilles, my right leg's good. I, I made a promise to Dylan and I'll be damned if I break that promise. So I believed in myself. I believed in my brand enough. I wouldn't recommend anybody do it. So I guess I can take a backseat of my arrogance a little bit. If you're hurt, go to hell home, heal up, get surgery, do what you got to do. This is just for me. I'm not the type of person that's going to sit, rest of my loyals, and watch wrestling pass me by. I got way too much pride for that. So the win overall wrestler of the year, when the show that I headlined that also wins show show of the year, which was still here too, you're welcome, Gary. You're welcome, Dylan. Um, me and Corey Hollis <laughs> ain't invented that show. <clears throat> yeah, and I felt bad because I'm looking at Corey like, this is one of the best wrestlers in the state, and I can barely fucking jump. I can't run across the ring. I can't move as crisply as I need to. I don't want to pick him up for anything, really, because I don't want to worry about my base giving out. But I looked at him, and he looked at me. I was like, let's create what we can, because I had an obligation to fulfill for the people that bought tickets for Dylan who booked me and put all this faith in me, for Gary who put all this money into a brand where I'm about to headline, you know, I had to do work. So for, you know, instead of bitching about your spot or, you know, whining about other people getting signed and you not, why don't you get up and do what you can to your fullest capabilities? And maybe people actually look at you and be like, all right, because I'm not tough, I'm just me. I'm not a badass, I'm just I'm just me. This is just how I operate. And, yeah. I mean... Like I said about match of the year, that was it. I did that match, and then Ace Haven booked me against a guy named Austin Towers, who I love Tyler Colprett, but that dude, that kid, I remember him at A4, and to see what he's changed into and the fact that he credits that match as being something that helped him start his ascent, that kid's going to be on TV very soon. 
That's just what I said. The last time I said that about somebody was Cedric Alexander. I haven't mm-hmm. said it since. But when I look at Austin Towers, I just see nothing but raw potential. And, you know, Ace, Ace kept me wrestling. You know, even though I didn't miss it, he gave me a home to wrestle in while Southern Honor was, you know, on the back burner. So I think Ace Haven and Pro South, definitely. Um, yeah, man. It's, it's an honor. Thank everybody for voting for me. You have until spring. You have until spring to get in the best shape possible. You have until spring to cut monster promos. You have until spring to create something. Because when I come back, I'm winning this again. You guys got a three months head start. Start working. Mm. Thank you for the vote. Now it's time for you to start working because I'm coming. Love it. Specifically, thank you Joe... for the platform. Oh, yeah. Uh... This is Joe Black, your 2020 Wrestler of the Year, cut the promo of the year, headline the show of the year, did it all, baby. We'll never see his like again until next year when we see him again. <laughs> until like three that. months from now. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much, Joe. Uh, very much deserved. Great way to end the show. Um, any last words, my good man? Um, everybody just keep keep your nose to the grindstone. Keep working. It ain't about who got nominated, who didn't. Don't let this discourage you. Use it like I do for fuel. If you're pissed off, take that take that energy to the gym. Take that energy to the mirror and cut some promos. Take that energy to a pen and pad and create something. We are all artists and we're sensitive about our shit. Yes, this is true. Now let's use that. Let's not let the negativity destroy and erode what we create. Let's let it bolster our creative energy and keep working. I can tell you Ace Haven is motivated as hell to be promotion of the year. This Next year, you know, you can bet Austin Towers is in his lab thinking about eyes. I'm seven feet tall. I already got half the game one. What else can I do? So the people who need to work, you don't have to tell them. So for everybody else, just keep working. It's not about, you know, being signed. I, I remember being told that with Carino, and I never understood it. It's not about a contract. Have fun. It's not a job. It's a privilege to do what we do. Have fun. Don't take yourself so seriously. I know I'm seen as a serious dude. I'm really not. I don't take myself that seriously because I realize that wrestling is a privilege, and I love it, and it's fun, and I don't want to see it anything but that. So do your work. Remember, it's fun. Also knowing I'm busting your ass for three months. That's it. Nice, man. Well, congratulations, Joe, and thank you for being on. I love it. I gentlemen uh, yes. that every wrestler ought to listen or listen to that last uh, that's acceptance speech. Damn. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh JJ, thank you so much for being on. Thank you so much for thank being you. the numbers guy. Hey, no problem. And also if I can just throw something out here real quick. because um, I was gonna do this if I won, but since I didn't, here we go. Uh twenty eight years ago, um you know, I was a 16-year-old kid who loved wrestling, who begged his dad to sign the waiver to get into the business. And uh, that year in Porterdale, Georgia, a man by the name of Don Shaw gave me my start. I refereed my mm. first show for Don. And we lost Don this past weekend. Um, you know, he's somebody who in my very early years meant a lot to me because I did learn a lot from Mr. Shaw. 
and uh, it's just a you know a big void, man. And it's just been you know kind of bummed out uh, to know that the guy that gave me you know that start to put me on my first show is no longer with us. So I just wanted to you know send my condolences out to the family and just you know acknowledge that. So yeah, man, lovely. And uh, you know, of course, rest in peace, Don Shaw, Larry. Yeah. Another year, <laughs> another set of awards. Pretty incredible what this thing has become, eh? Yeah, yeah. And this year, the everybody gets a physical award for the first time. Just a little add to the fun. Nice. Yeah. Can well, I come back next year? <laughs> you better be winning this motherfucker next year. <laughs> You're right. I better be. <laughs> well, congratulations you guys. to all the winners. The yeah, female yeah. winner is going to be announced on uh, on the Tapped Out show. And uh, thank you to Larry and John and, and all the winners and JJ. And, of course, um, congratulations. And guess what? Uh, right when we sign off here, I'm going to knock out this P list of the top ten <laughs> moments of the awards. And so you can just keep on enjoying it. Anyway, any last words, guys? Congratulations, everybody. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Thanks for your help, you guys. And, yeah, congratulations to all the winners. Yes. Thank you to the uh, the committee that helped put all of this together. Oh, yeah. And congratulations to all the winners and to all the people listening. And, the, uh, and this is the only time I'll ever say this. Uh, thank you to the fans of uh, wrestling. And now I'll go back to saying, fuck all of you. Thank you for joining us for the award show and tipping point for Larry Goodman and John Nevada Johnson. I'm Stephen Platinum. Thank you. And we'll see you on the next tipping point. <laughs>